Listener and viewer discretion is advised. The views, opinions, and ham fetishes expressed on The Geek Show are those of the panelists only. They absolutely do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, or management of Simmons Media Group, the Deseret News, or Comcast. Now we know. And no one is half the battle. Uh, welcome to uh, The Geek Show podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thanks. Uh, Shannon is here with me. What's going on, bro? Uh, let's see. Before we get to the newest episode, which is a couple of weeks old, right? We will do breaking news, right, which I have none of. I'm just here to listen to you. I've got a ton of it. Oh, but, good. But before good, good, good. I do, if you have joined Zach Shutt's Geek Club uh-huh. on the text, yeah. If you have not joined, you better join Why's uh, that? because uh, we're giving away stuff. Like what? Pretenders tickets. The Pretenders? The Pretenders are coming to uh, Red Butte Garden here in Salt Lake on August 23rd. Uh, lovely venue. I was subjected to Smash Mouth. Smash got... Mouth there? <laughs> subjected to? Yeah. I, uh, Sorry to hear that. Once said in my life, I didn't think uh, I could ever uh, get paid enough to watch the band Smash Mouth. Apparently, uh, I can, <laughs> and it's only 60 bucks. So we've got four tickets with VIP parking. Wow. These are like 100 bucks each. Sweet. Okay, so all you have to do is join the text club. Text the word geek to 79640. Maybe I'll do that. And uh, we will, at random in a few weeks, pick somebody from the from the database and give you tickets. Sweet. So that's very nice. August 23rd at Redview Gardens. It's the Pretenders, Cat Power, and Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis? Yes. What? She of the biting the thumb seductively yeah. in... Uh, I heard she is nuts live. Oh, she is insane. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually not bad. Right. You know, you think... Is it Juliet and the Licks or... The Licks, I think is the name of yeah. her band. Anyway. So, uh, would... yeah, text the word geek there. Do yeah, it. I want, I want to win some. And uh, I want to thank PC Laptops, PCLaptops.com. Join Dan Young's Facebook page. He's giving away a desktop. Right on. So uh, you just join and and answer his little quizzes, and you'll you might win. And uh, when you do go in, ask them about the Annihilator gaming system that they have put together. Sweet. It just sounds scary. Oh, the Annihilator. Uh, also, thank you to Doctor Volt's Comet Connections, uh, twenty thirty three East, thirty three hundred South. Go in and buy those Star Wars kites that I made him buy. Are you uh, fly, have you flew those? Are you I going, have not flown them yet, but they're very to? cool. Let's bring them to San Diego, bro. They're these great big, shaped like the spaceships, Star Wars kites. They're huge. They're like that cloth material, and they're really cool. Let's There's, go fly them in the park in San Diego. Vader's TIE Fighter, Millennium Falcon, and an X-Wing. Yeah. They and, are awesome. Uh, they are cool. So go buy them. All right. Latest breaking news. They're making the the Mexican. Uh, the Grindhouse trailer, the fake movie. Oh, oh no, the uh, not the Mexican. What is it? What, the, what's uh, it called? The Machete. Uh, machete. That's yeah, it. I read about this. And uh, quite a cast. Robert Rodriguez <laughs> is going forward. It's going to be a full movie. Danny Trejo starring as the Mexican biker Machete, the world's ugliest man. And look who's in it: Robert De Niro, right, is the bad guy. Michelle Rodriguez and Jonah Hill playing uh, somebody <laughs> named like Manuel or something, for real. <laughs> I hope it's a comedy. I hope it's funny it's, as hell. It's going to have to be. All right, so they're they're doing that. Um, another uh, comic book made movie, Red, which was uh, written by Warren Ellis, yeah. uh, three book series, tells the story of former black ops CIA agent now living a quiet life in retirement until the day a high tech assassin shows up intent on killing him. Oh, good! They're making that movie again. Again, uh, Morgan Freeman <laughs> will be in it with Bruce Willis. 
Brew Swillis. I bet Morgan Freeman is the uh, moral compass yeah, of the film. Yeah, the wise older agent. That'd be my guess. And yeah, <sighs> another Twilight Zone movie. Oh, good. Want a Twilight Zone movie again with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in it? Oh, sure. Whatever. They're uh, they're making another one. So, it's the guy who wrote the astronaut's wife, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, and created the NBC detective series Life. Huh. Well, let's just hope that uh, they have another helicopter scene in it. Oh, Carrie. Oh, I was going to say too soon, but that was like 20 years ago. Too soon, 20 years ago. Nobody else is going to know. Vic Morrow's head. (laughs) Watch the Twilight Zone movie. It's the first story about the racist. He was the awful racist who learns a a thing or two. Died when that helicopter, I think they took the scene out. Yeah. Got his head chopped off by a helicopter. Landis has had trouble working ever since. Good times. Bad news, everyone. What's that? Uh... They're bringing Futurama back, so that's good news. Right. Bad news? None of the voice people. Remember when they did this with The Simpsons? They told the guys from The Simpsons, we yeah. want you back, but we're not going to pay you more. And they rallied and said, oh, yes, you are. And they, they got their money. Right. Well, if Futurama was as powerful as The Simpsons, they'd be able to do this. Um, from Fox, it's a letter. We love the Futurama voice performers and absolutely wanted to use them. But unfortunately, we could not meet their salary demands. Well, not a one of them? Not a one of them. Because they're all sticking together. Right. As they should. Uh, but they're going to find people who can do it cheaper. Why bring it back? Exactly. Yeah, that's, I, the, that's what makes it funny. It's not the exactly. not the drawings. It's the timing of the voice delivery that makes it funny. Well, maybe Marcus can get a job. Oh, hey. Let's tell him. We're going to see him at Comic-Con. <laughs> and, that's uh, just a terrible idea. It is a terrible idea. Uh, let's see. I've also got... Oh, this is another terrible idea. You know, uh, uh, in The Dark Knight, Batman's motorcycle armor? Yeah. They're going to make it oh, and cool. sell it uh-huh. to people. I found this on io9. It says, uh, wasn't this exactly what Bruce Wayne didn't want? A bunch of fake Batman running around <laughs> and getting themselves well, in trouble? Well, are they going to make them in 9X is my question. That's that They'll need to. <laughs> no word on the price yet, but they're guessing it's going to... As io9 puts it, no word on the price yet, but I'm estimating it'll cost one adult human's dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos. And uh, it's going to have the uh, you know the, the, the blades on the oh wrist and everything, God. and, and it, it, this is what it's made of. It's it's actually made for motorcycle. You know the right. motorcycle armor is a strong right. Cordura mesh base with heavy duty four way stretch spandex inserts. Removable CE-approved body armor on both the jacket and the pants. Highly detailed, removable, lightweight interior lining. Form-molded leather and Kevlar armor sections made from quality tanned cow hides. And uh, it's coming soon. Coming soon to a doucher boutique near you. And I'm telling you, people are going to buy this and they're going to think that they're superheroes. <sighs> there are going to be crashes and all kinds yeah, of bad all stuff those will come from that. idiots that hang out in the uh, parking lot of that... Uh, Gas station in uh, <laughs> on State Street yes. on their on their bullet bikes on their bullet bikes. I'll be dressed like Batman. Let's go fight crime. Natalie Portman has been cast as Thor's girlfriend. Yeah, I bet she's going to be at Comic Con, dude. You think so? Why hmm. wouldn't she be? All right. Yeah. So the Hollywood Reporter says that she will play Jane Foster, the human nurse from the early Thor comics, who becomes Thor's first love. Yep. <gasps> she's in the current storyline too, isn't she? Is she? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been reading it. Oh, it's so good. It's supposed to be it's pretty really, good. It's really, really good. So, yeah, it's uh, Daddy George Kirk is Thor, and Tom Hiddleston is Loki, and there you, you know, go. We were watching girl. True Blood last night. Yeah. 
And uh, there was a scene where, uh, what's his face? Eric? Eric the vampire? Yeah. Where he's actually back in time looking like Thor. And you're thinking he should be? <laughs> he should have been Thor. He should have been Thor? I was like, before, I was like, nah. He looked like Thor. I know Marcus has been making that case. Yeah. So is Jeff. And Jeff. Yeah. All right. And finally, I have some uh, Superman news for you. Oh. <laughs> okay. I always try. Squeeze it out. This is, uh, this is actually, you're going to like this. You okay. remember that book uh, that uh, uh, Joe Schuster, uh, it was just released. Joe Schuster used to draw oh, yeah, yeah. these porn comics. Right. And so the, the character's looking an awful lot like right. Superman and Lois Lane, right? right? Doing it. They're going to make a movie about that. <laughs> it's it's going to be called uh, Secret Identity, the Fetish Art of Joe Schuster. Uh, it, is it going to be a documentary? It's going to be a, a, a movie. What? Yeah. Wow. And uh, what it's going to be is uh, there was a true story based on this um, because these uh, guys in Brooklyn called the Brooklyn Th- uh, Thrill Killers, they said that the comics were their inspiration for – Going out and doing a crime spree that involved flogging women with whips, humiliating vagrants, beating death of one guy, drowning of another. What? They said – this is true. That's that, crazy talk. They said that these drawings made them do it. So, <laughs> well, all then. So this is what the movie is going to be about. It's going to be about the crime spree and, and Joe Schuster drawing them. They used to sell these illegally. I didn't know this. What? It was against the law to sell these. And uh, they they were sold under the counter of, like, Times Square bookshops. And it sparked, That's just weird. It sparked a citywide dragnet and crackdown on <laughs> comics. This it, is all true. Several sensational trials, Supreme Court censorship case in 54, all of that is going to be in this movie. Wow. So there's, that's interesting. It's sort of Superman news yeah. for you. But uh, that's going to be a good movie. I'm going to look forward to that. All right. Do you remember anything about this episode? Because I left my notes at home. Um, um, I think uh, Dan's on it for half. Yeah, he leaves. Then that uh, jerk Derek comes back. Yeah, Derek's back. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. but uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. Just, it's, I, I'll tell you what. I do remember this. Oh, it's good. Just please, it's good. Please, please to, to enjoy, enjoy the uh, latest episode of GeekShowPodcast.com. And uh, I'll see you in San Diego in a couple of days, bro. Uh-huh. Welcome to the basement. Hey! 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 Hi! Hello. <laughs> and you are absolutely Sorry right. That. that absolute vodka in the Mountain Dew is amazing. Yeah? I feel refreshed and a little tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> it's because, you see, alcohol is a depressant, the Mountain Dew a stimulant. Right. You don't know what to do. <gasps> Why do I giggle all the time then when I'm drunk? <laughs> I don't know. Why do you? It's a muscle depressant, not well, a mood depressant. It's the only time I'm happy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, hon. <laughs> and on that note, geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to it. Uh, go to the website, of course. Zach Shutt, supervillain and super producer, maintains it. I'm sorry. We, no, it's Derek's mic. fault. I'm I sorry. I stole your mic again. But, uh, go see it. And uh, Zach Shutt's text club. He has a loud voice via text. And, uh, if, and, and if, you want, uh, if you want a Facebook application designed, Zach's the guy to get a hold of today. Or iPhone. Or iPhone. Uh, 796. Really? Is, is that Zach with a K? Number. Geek is the word you send to <laughs> 79640. Uh, let's see now. Uh, we'll give some PC laptops love in a minute. Uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 20, 20, East, 3300 South. That is the address. Go get a hold at Dr. Volt's. 
and he will get you 10% off. And, and when you spend that much, um, as much money as we do, believe me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's a lot. Yes. I, in, in fact, I have a Dr. Volt's challenge. People mm. who go in Wednesday, I want you to spend more than I do. That's, that, not, that's possible. not possible. I, I, have, challenge, uh, I if, have to pay for the kids to go to college. I don't Mondo think I could do that. I, have, I also have a Dr. Volts challenge. Uh, if on Wednesday, me, you, and Carrie are all there at the same time, which has happened a couple times since uh-huh. I'm barely employed now, um, creep around uh, behind us and and, snick and and whisper to each other. But don't come up and talk to us. Because <laughs> that hasn't happened two weeks in a row. <laughs> I think I need to start hanging out at Dr. Volts on Wednesdays then. Well, I uh, thank God for the 10% discount because, man, those Star Wars cloth kites just killed me. <laughs> that was I'll show, awesome. I'm going to show them. Have you added, have you added right. Pet Avengers to your hold yet? Uh, not yet. I need to. You slacker. I know. All right, so uh, Dr. Bolts, go see him. Cardboardpeople.com. Thank you for decorating the set and bringing us some cardboard people. I notice your new Captain Kirk. It's, it's quite lovely. Well, we can't decide. I, you know, I'll have to ask uh, the guys at uh, CardboardPeople.com. Is, if they are, in fact, life-sized, does that mean that Chris Pine is taller than Shatner? That throws the continuity out. Everybody is taller than Shatner. He's definitely thinner and younger. <laughs> but he also has more uh, acne can, scars can, on his face. Can also, Which I didn't notice until I saw that cardboard cutout. I think cut he drinks out. less, too. They might want to invest in a better... Facial spackle? Just a better picture. Oh, no, look at the look Let's at him in the not film. get into the Edward James almost talk today, Joe. Hey, that's <laughs> not he a was moon. Admiral Adama, so just moon. cut it out. The surface of the moon. Was? Whose phone is, is that? Phone is that? Yeah. Boy, that's just unlistenable. That's what that is. We're gonna have to phone off, here. Dan. Phone off. Bad Dan. Bad Dan. Bad Dan. Oh, Dan. Uh, listen, Jeez, uh, wouldn't you think he'd know this technical stuff? I don't know. I thought we said phone off. It's not him. Oh, nope, it is as, him. As smart as he is, he it can't is, find he, the off button. He was, he was <laughs> busy running the world, though. There we go. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, way to go. <laughs> Uh, Poor Dan. I'm if, sorry. If you're, make, if you're making a podcast, Dan can't help you, but you have to, uh, I will bring more problems. Funyuns next time. <laughs> <laughs> if, if your computer is running like crap, he is your guy. Dude, he's a sponsor. He can bring all the uh, right. Yeah. He yeah, can bring all, all the static he wants. wants. Yeah. Turn your phone back on, Dan. It's okay. No, it's way off. PCLaptops.com. And, of course, uh, Dan, you can find him everywhere. He's, he's, uh, he is the guy, and he's giving away laptops. Yes, I've got something for Zach really quick. Oh, is it a present? Other than your undying these two, love? You know, these two, oh, my. It's what is a that? super ultra, he said he needed it for your guys' podcast, a massive data storage of death. So memory. here's tons of terabytes, bro. Uh, tons of oh, terabytes. Yeah. This is tons of terabytes. I'd say thank you if I had a microphone. Oh, God. I'm Zach, oh, was it me that stole it? Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Tons of terabytes for you. Oh. They are uh, these two are dating. I don't Live know long you know. and prosper. So, girls, <laughs> don't forget, Zach has tons of terabytes. Yeah, and the lobster dinner. And the lobster dinners out there. With and Zach. he knows Linux. One more. What more could you possibly ask for? That, that is, is shiny. Thing. How many a, terabytes? Love to that. Many. Many. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I told him the bill. I give him a big one. Isn't so this? Just give him the biggest. Just give him the big the one. Load it up. <laughs> I it's believe this is a, how Skynet got started. That is as big as a Bible, and I bet it holds many, many Geek Show podcasts. And much more useful information. And beautiful. And if I know Zach, Wonder Woman porn. All right. Let's, <laughs> by the way, that bondage picture. Uh, did yeah, right? Was Zach the one that wow. sent that to you? I thought no, I, all Wonder Woman was where porn. Where did you get that? And that's did you a, send me the link? That, I, found, I found those. Uh, uh, that's a tame one. 
That's tame. Comparing to some that you I need have. to send me the link on that. All right? I can say is yeah. that's the uh, first time I had to tell the kids to go in the other room when I was loading up the uh, yeah. Geek Show podcast. It's just we page. were talking about Wonder Woman's bondage past, there, and I found that. There so. is a secret section of the forum for a reason, sir. Yes. Any right? geek stuff you find like that should go in and to be shared. Forum. I agree. I mean, if right. only Derek was a panelist. Be, oh, you are. Oh, still. I will send I'm you. I'm not uh, completely fired. I will send you that <laughs> info. Uh, I love you, Derek. So, uh, PCLaptops.com. Go see Dan, and uh, he is the star of Fuck television him. and movies, and uh, he can make your... He makes our computers go fast. Did you go to Juilliard, really? I've always wanted to ask that about your acting in the commercials. Did, are, you, are you classically mm-hmm. trained? Um, Salt Lake Community College, part-time. Oh. 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 Slick. They have a method. Uh, I loved your work department. in the Seagull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see, uh, anything else you want to tell us about what's going on at... Uh, um, the old standbys, of course, lifetime uh, we're, we're, stuff. And we're we're fixing everything right now because there's you know lots of uh, you know people that were wanting to upgrade whatever brand of computer. So it doesn't have to be one of ours. Just bring in whatever you've got. You have been kind enough to uh, raise my Dell from the dead every now and then. Yeah. It will go though. Next time it dies, I've decided. Screw it. Dawn we, of the Dell. We've got a defibrillator <laughs> for it. So. Yeah, he's, he's brought my Dell back from the brink. Are, are <laughs> Bring you, it in. Are you like me, and, and that is uh, the desktop, I think, is just going away? Because I, I find I use this one that you gave me and my other laptop more than that damn thing over there. You know, the desktops are getting different, being that people are buying them with, like, three screens now. So yes. they can have their Facebook rolling, their email, their web stuff going, YouTube, Hulu, all that stuff at the mm. same time. So the low-end desktop sales are kind of going out, but really cool stuff is really popular. Now, yeah. In fact, they're up this year about 30%. Or nice. Wow. So. wow. Okay. And that's good for, for us, playing so. uh, D&D. Oh, we'll get to that. Oh. Right oh, after we introduce, oh, we'll that. introduce the panel, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Weiss, film critic, Deseret News. DeseretNews.com. Jeff at DesNews.com. I answer my emails. And like at, the rest at, of us. And not in chain form like... Scott Pierce, Pierce at DesNews.com. I answer all my emails. Send them to Jeff at DesNews.com. <laughs> yes, and I'll just forward them. He was too, I'll put it with this message. He was too lazy to answer this, but I'm forwarding it to you anyway. <laughs> Lee George Cade, ladies and gentlemen, artist, <laughs> bon vivant, man about town. What? what? A bon vivant. Oh, that's nice. Look like it up. That. That's not even true, though. You have my children. French dictionary. So. Look it up. Uh, BFSminis.com and uh, buy his stuff. Uh, August when is it? August August eighth at uh, Craft down. Lake City, and we'll we'll have a booth there with the uh, uh, Grimley's Fiends dolls and uh, our good friends Robbie and Chelsea. Will have uh, superhero soaps is going to be there as well. So cool. if you know if you know Robbie from from Brewies, they're going to have there his his, uh, his fiance Chelsea make some killer soap. So. Soap uh, soap so good. I have a trouble not eating it. Well, yeah, because if you make uh, soap that smells like Guinness beer, yeah. it's really hard for me not to just. That's uh, Ro- Robofet and Robofet and Chelsea, yeah. Oh, Oracle in the no, chat. No, no, no. The Thrillosity. Yes, yes. The Thrillosity. The Thrillosity. The Thrillosity. Yeah, great stuff. It's going to be a fun. It's an alternative craft show, so it's not just your, your standard crochet craft. It's going to be some really cool stuff there. So Cool. Derek Hunter, returning hey, champion. Derek Hunter! Hey. Club.com, the world's dirtiest Mormon. And the guy that's going to be going to Comic-Con in three days. Indeed, we are. Oh, oh yeah. So when the show comes out, we're three days away. Yes. Yeah. I was so confused because I forgot that we're live. Bastards. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, PirateClub.com. PirateClub.com. He's got some special announcement about this coming up. Yes, I do. Thank you. Of course, you. Dan the Laptop Man, we have been Hello. introduced to. PCLaptops.com. Hi, Dan. Scott hey. Pierce, TV critic, Deseret News. General curmudgeon. 
<laughs> the Eeyore of the Goose Eeyore. Shop. Eeyore. But he made a good pasta salad. Oh, he did. It was a good pasta salad. It was a damn good That's pasta like salad. Good pasta salad, bro. That's like two social gatherings in a row, Pierce. That you're getting out. That's good. It's hard to believe, isn't it? That's good for you. Well, let's see you. if I could ever get, like, you know, the children to move out of the house, and then mine have a life. <laughs> no. No. Was just, is says, one of them sitting over there? She says no. Uh, is, uh, hello there. Oh, Shana hi. Barnes. How's everybody doing today? Wild card, bartender, uh, children's educator. Uh, slowly sinking into poverty. That's you, Bert's chose. Tiki Lounge. Friday, Saturday. Is, is that, that your second? God, people. Is that your second wife, Charity and Poverty? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, uh, Shannon come, works on tips alone. I work on tips alone. My God, please. It's it's down everywhere. My wife is looking for a new job too because mm-hmm. she's she's working food service and it's just brutal. Look, I, people, uh, I go there on Friday night from like seven to nine and keep the poor man company. Please play quarters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please, I'm begging you out there in podcast land. <laughs> The person give me money <laughs> between six and nine. It, I mean, it I starts go, to pick up I, after that, but I, I get there at ten uh, on, okay. on Fridays. But I'm there all friggin' day on Saturday. You want to come over and have a private audience with the wild card? I'm there five until two. How much would you pay for a private audience? A dollar a drink card. at least, at and least. I will get you liquored up. You get there at ten a.m. 10 p.m. Oh, Friday. Friday. I'm barely employed. And, uh, yeah, okay. So that's... Uh, I, I that's can make you a great drink like this that we're drinking. This we're is the uh, the drink of the show. It is uh, Absolute Vodka. And what does that say? It's a... Uh, What's that? Smith, Christmas Crystal Smith, Clear. Yeah. Crystal Clear. It's, uh, yeah, white, it's a Kroger. White, white grape flavor and some uh, lime juice. Tastes like a lime ricky from uh, from the Circle K. Messes you up. We're <laughs> calling it. We're calling it for the show the lime dicky. The and lime dicky. And that uh, that crystal clear that that stuff is uh, exclusive to Kroger stores. So if you've got a Fred Meyer, Smiths, Kroger's, uh, Super uh, King Supers, they'll have them there. Oh, what about <laughs> Food Lion? Do they have them at the Food Lion? I don't know if Food Food Lion is. <laughs> what about the Piggly Wiggly? Oh. Piggly Wiggly, I can tell Ralph's. you, is not owned by Kroger's. They will have it at Ross. Derek and I share what a brain. Vons? Do they have it at Vons? Vons, Vons also oh, not owned yes. by. What about? Uh, thrifty. All right. <laughs> Wait. And uh, I'm, I'm Alpha Beta. Oh, hey, it's Kerry oh, Jackson. Kerry oh, Jackson. Famous Kerry Jackson. Yes. Uh, listen to my little I, radio I show. I have Kerry Jackson underoos. I'm trying to picture what they would look like. Well, what what, what color is you going like this? But okay. I'm just thinking, where's the Jeopardy theme song? That's, you know, that could be the drinking. This could be the drinking game for this show. How many times has it come to a complete and dead stop? Yes. It wasn't a dead stop. There was a nervous <laughs> chuckle in there. All right, let's <laughs> let's see what we got here. I got uh, I got some uh, stuff here. Uh, I, uh, later, uh, I uh, I would like to tell the story of how Timothy Callahan is a douche, and I am his arch enemy. Who's nice. Timothy Callahan? You From Comic Book out. Resources. Oh. Oh. Yes, I am his arch enemy. I am the enemy of fun. You're his Lex Luthor? I guess I am. He has declared me so. Wow. Uh, let's get to some stuff here. The uh, Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Yep. Have Creepy. you seen the pictures? They're everywhere. Yeah. They're yes, weird. they're pretty. The posters are up in the movie theaters now of Johnny Depp as Mad Hatter. When is this oh. opening, sir? It's, I, it's not this year. I think it's... Well, actually, I take it back. I think it is. I think it's, it's Christmas. Is it it's Christmas this year. Yeah. Well, no, because that's when they're opening Christmas Carol. It's got to be later 2010. It's not a musical, is it? No. Good. So no, why are they not. having posters up already? 
I saw Star Trek posters yeah. a year ago. You see, yes. like people who make movies want people to go see them, yeah. so they try to publicize. I, I think, them. You know I'll bet it's spring or summer next year. Hmm. I, I think Johnny Depp uh, as the Mad Hatter looks like um, Elijah Paul, and uh, Gene Wilder had a baby. Yes, he looks <laughs> just like Elijah Wood in that poster. You know, who? they should have just hired Elijah Wood. You know who creeped me out of those posters? Helena Tweedled- well, oh. her Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Oh, and it's that guy from Little Britain, right? Up, up yeah. right. Or, oh yeah, Little Britain. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's it's he's playing both roles, and God. Damn, he looks creepy. Yeah, he definitely does. I mean, is this going to be like the scary, creepy Alice in it's, Wonderland it's that we should have? Oh, you mean like yeah. it's written? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say like more like the book. Because I've got the uh, uh, the script here. It says uh, the script isn't exactly an, an adaptation of the original story uh, as an extension of it. Alice went to Wonderland as a child, and now she's almost grown. She's 17, and she comes back to Wonderland for more, but doesn't remember her times there earlier. She's about to be engaged, maybe. A rich suitor wants to marry her, and the opening scenes of the movie are her engagement party. But then, of course, she gets distracted by the white so, rabbit. So they've, cast her, they've, they've put her at an age where Lewis Carroll would no longer be interested in her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what he was in jail for when he wrote that? Yeah. I thought it was opium. There, yeah, it was, it was opium. It was opium, wasn't it? So uh, thoughts, feelings, Lewis Carroll. Uh, I love Lewis Carroll, and I think... Tim Burton is an ideal marriage. Yeah, I do. This is this is going to be cool then. Yeah. Remember when Star Trek went to that planet and there was a white rabbit? Oh yeah, my gosh! Shore leave. That was Doctor McCoy episode. followed. That's uh, right. You know why? Why, have, why is it we're just barely seeing stuff on uh, District Nine? Oh, the movie, which uh, looks, Nine, which yeah. looks yeah. kick-ass. August fourteenth. All I've seen is a poster. I haven't seen any. New I, saw, I watched the trailer. It looks pretty cool. It looks badass. Well, in the second I saw from executive producer Peter Jackson, I just kind of clenched for a minute. Yeah. But, well, uh, hey, you know, it's weird. He's going to be doing a panel on that at uh, Comic Con. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I hear you can go blow yourself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, oh uh, actually, he's tried, and that's not. By, by the way, the evolution. Need a spotter. <laughs> the evolution of this movie. For those who don't know, District Nine. Originally, the director Neil. Blomkamp and Peter Jackson were going to make a Halo movie. They were, and that's they, where they, they got funding for it, and it got kind of got scuttled. And they used some of the money to make this. So this this is it sprang from that. Yes, and basically the idea is that aliens from outer space are the new illegal aliens. They've got their They're own. The they've got their own little uh, squatter camp. Yeah. Looks pretty cool. Hey, look, have you watched the trailer? Uh, there's a game on the website, I know, but I haven't watched uh, the trailer. Did the Utah legislature pass some stuff against them? Yeah, one of the, yeah, they're not allowed to uh, rent houses. One of the better viral campaigns, too, because the, when the District 9 uh, website went up about five or six months ago, I had no clue what it was going to be for, but it was one of those things where I probably spent about 40 minutes just poking around the site trying to find mm-hmm. stuff. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a, it, they have an investigation service that keeps tabs on the aliens, and somebody gets dosed with some alien spray, and then all of a sudden he can pilot the super robot suits that the aliens have, and uh, it looks pretty badass. Yeah, it looks really cool. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Go watch the trailer online. It's, all right, I will. Yeah, district9.com. Uh, it, not nearly as exciting as Facebook the movie, though. Di- Starring Dan the Laptop Man. (laughs) Totally serious, Dan. This is uh, is I've got to have that part. Two hours of Dan answering his email, (laughs) eating uh, onions and drinking Mountain Dew. The proposed film, tentatively titled The Social Network, uh, adapts Ben Mesrich's new book, The Accidental Billionaires, which documents the website's founding by Harvard students in 2004. Lots of quiz taking in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. You know yes. Facebook friends that don't have pictures? Oh, yeah, I hate yeah. that. Why? I mean, right. 
Because they're because invisible. They're, because duh. they're just weird looking, or I'm weird looking. I mean, I mean I, well, here's you're the thing: is guy, that Dan, whatever. If they if they want you to become the friend, if, say they're an old friend from high school, and they have a very common name and no picture, I'm not going to just automatically say, "Sure, come on in." I pretty much say yes to everybody. This is a guy with a graduating class of twelve, though. You should know all the people you I've went got to school to, with. No, no, I don't. Or if there could be a block all application invites. So, oh, so nice. so I've got I get one idea. more Mafia uh, Wars invite, I'm just Yeah, I did not want to be involved in your yeah, Mafia Wars. Yeah, you war. and your Mafia Wars, yeah. get it off. Seriously, I'm going to go fish pistol on the next person who brings yeah. that up. I've got like 100 people waiting. I just, you know. I, I don't care what My Little Pony you are, really. Email them virtual poop or something. So I've got, I've got a confession to make on the those poop. application stuff. Yes. You know all those quizzes that show up that say, like, your friend took a Star Wars quiz and scored 25 out of 25? Mm-hmm. That's you. As much as I want to take those, I will not because I'm afraid I'll miss one. <laughs> and my friends will know. You'll be like, idiot. <laughs> so you know. that's how big of a dork I am. I don't take them because I don't want my friends to know in case I Dude, miss I one. Smoked, I smoked that uh, superhero secret identity one, and then I was ashamed. <laughs> no, that's not shameful at all. I was all. like, why do I know who Jack Russell is? Who is Jack Russell? He's He's life. <laughs> that's right. Oh, my God, I knew that. See, that's it, how I felt. I was like, oh. That he makes a me. wicked terrier. Yeah. He does. <laughs> a little too much terrier. They shed. Keep them off the couch. Uh, and uh, speaking of Facebook, uh, Twitter. Is anyone Twittering? No. I do. I am Twittering just simply because I was told it's a good business idea, mm-hmm. but I'm beginning to... It's like masturbating to Showtime. Well, I Just Twitter... do it once a day. <laughs> when I Twitter... Twitter too much. To, yeah, I got nothing to say. Uh, I Twitter all over my Facebook. That's what I like to say. You do? Yeah. Because my Twitter updates my Facebook. Come here, here's, here baby. Yeah. Let me Twitter your Facebook. Yeah. Here's the reason <laughs> you don't like Twitter, Carrie. Why is that? You're not a narcissist. Yeah. Yeah. I swear, everyone who that's uses why I love that like crazy is like... I can't wait for people to see what I'm doing right now. Can I, oh, oh, man, and if they oh comment on it, then I know I'm Can cool. I say one other thing about both Facebook and uh, Twitter? What? I could give a shit less what you're having for lunch. <laughs> okay? But what else do they have to tell so you? Says the man Seven Eleven things that you ate. I was going to say, right. says the man well, yeah, who spent unless, unless half like of a, the last episode talking about well, his experiences at 7-Eleven. Well, unless it's a public, public service like... Avoid the taquito omelet meals. They give you explosive diarrhea. I I just don't want to be like, this soup, this tomato soup is delicious. Shannon Shannon Barnson is enjoying his tomato soup with goldfish. Unless you're saying it from the toilet. I I had somebody tell me. I'm eating a foot long on the john. Weird. (laughs) Deal with it. He's tweeting on the toilet. Are we back to the whole bathroom? Somebody tell me that I should use Twitter to to promote my business. And it's just like, well, you know, my my business is kind of entertaining, but it's not like, oh, look, we put another doll up. You know what? Can I tell you? I have a lot of fun with uh, Twitter because I just put nonsense on there. So I guess I should be better at Beef goofing. Doing it. Beef goofing. Speaking of Twitter, Brazilian nutting. All. There was a Twitter thing on, on on the fake Michael Bay site or something, and this is sort of like the uh, the Chuck Norris thing, but it's all Michael Bay. Right. You ready? Mm. Michael Bay once made an explosion so big it never went out, and we now call it the sun. It's <laughs> 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 the director of Transformers, in case yes. you didn't know that. And Bad Boys and 1 and 2. Michael Bay wears special glasses which help him see the real world exploding in CGI and dollar signs <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Before sex, Michael Bay always says in his best Sean Connery voice, Welcome to the Rock. Welcome to the Rock. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's your impression. I haven't done that, Michael Bay. Wow. 
Michael Bay makes the best ribs because his barbecue only has one setting, slow motion. Oh, shit. For his morning workout, Michael Bay blows up buildings and runs away from the explosion. <laughs> Michael Bay lost his virginity before his dad did. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Michael Bay was proce proceeded down the birth canal by a dove in slow motion and followed by a column of flames. It's <laughs> my favorite one. Wow. The real reason there are so many tornadoes in the Midwest is because Michael Bay is allergic to cats. Oh, there you go. I don't, yeah. Michael it's, Bay has two speeds, slow motion and on fire. <laughs> That's some good stuff. So, yeah, the... Uh, the slow motion dove and a column of did, flames. Uh, did you guys finally see the Transformers movie? No. Yes, I no, did. Uh, you talked me out of it. <sighs> Jeff talked me... Well, I did. I wound up going. I know. I went and saw it. And how was Megan Fox's body grease? Pretty greasy. Mm-hmm. It I get was, the feeling was, that she KFC, extra she crispy. You know, I'd like to find out, but I get the feeling that she smells funny. You know, I saw the the, the, the trailer for like Megan's for, uh, for Jennifer's body, and she didn't look greasy. So, that's, so I did that's learn something. Directed that movie. Didn't she uh, look naked and damp? Yeah, she looked yeah. like she was eating people with her demon tentacles and stuff. I did so, learn something from that movie, though. What's that? Mm -hmm. I didn't really think that it was possible to have too many explosions before I saw that You know, that, that was my thing, is that, you know, I mean, it was two hours long, I think, wasn't it? How long? Oh, it was, it was longer like than two. two. What was know, it, Jeff? That's what she said, and I know. Even after a while, it just got tedious. Yeah. Uh -huh. like, uh, well, they kept interrupting it with that even more tedious human interaction part. My, my question is, why don't those little tiny Decepticons, those little bullets, not kill people? They should, shouldn't they? I've, they should, because bullets are little anyway. Well, here's the here's the big this big like Optimus Prime. Here's no. the big controversy about the movie, though. Mm -hmm. Skids and Mudflap. Oh yeah, oh, the, uh, the racist characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The uh, twin Amos robots. And Step and Fetch. They are a millionaire, though. They are compact. And so is Jar Jar Banks. Uh, compact Chevys. <laughs> They're twins. Oh, and Star Wars show. They they. Fight and bicker in rap-inspired street slang. Mm -hmm. By the way, voiced by t Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants. That's and who uh, did that? Well, yeah, one, of, one of them was voiced them. by Tom Kenny. The other one is, uh, I have it down here. Uh, a black actor Reno doesn't Wilson, understand what the controversy is about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He doesn't get it. Um, and, and one of them has a gold tooth. Tooth. Uh, That's right. Tooth. Yeah. Right, boy. Tooth. And, uh, you know, I, I, so I read this article in the L.A. Times about it uh, and how it's a big controversy. And then I saw the movie, and I just don't get it. I don't understand why this is a controversy. It wasn't like they were on uh, um, what's the if, if it had happened, if the movie had been released uh, after Michael Jackson died, you wouldn't have heard anything about it. It was just a slow news week. Uh -oh. Really? Yeah. No, no. It, it got criticized when, it came, when the movie came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were a lot of reviews that were all over it, too. You know but, I mean, but I mean, I'm not going to totally... Uh, if they had been speaking pidgin English in, a, in an Asian accent, it would have been the same sort of thing, and there would have been people who would have been unhappy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, they, what they, that's what they reference here is episode one, uh, Phantom yeah. Menace. I'm of Asian descent, and they could have made me a... Rice rocket, like a GTR, and I would have been like, Love you, long time, you little <laughs> stop man. And it's okay. <laughs> You'd have been thrilled. I'm okay with it. You'd have been I mean, thrilled. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, the, the actors, they don't really understand why it's a problem, but uh, people are complaining about it. Mm. Uh, well, of all the things to complain about in Transformers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, you know. Ooh, there, there should have been an Irish Transformer that turned into a still. Well, they just didn't had a all the time. I have an idea. Though. They fought good, too. Uh, you know? yeah. good, yeah. I, I, have an idea. I have an idea of how to take care of it. What? You, um, ignore it. 
Or don't see it. Exactly. Don't pay money. Yes, better yet, don't see it. I just don't understand why people complain about stuff. Like, tell, like, speak with your dollars. Exactly. Don't don't get on and tell the world, I, it's racist. It's like, you know what? You might be the only one that feels that way. So don't, I don't buy into it. But they were robots. (laughs) They don't have a race. That's the thing is that they were robots. I don't understand what the, what the issue is. They're robots. They're not real. I'd be more upset. They weren't like on Maury Povich. Yeah. Uh, I'd be more upset that the character's name was Mudflap. Mudflap. Trying to decide who the baby was. And Skidmark. <laughs> did, well, did somebody file a complaint because the, the old Decepticon guy? Yeah, what you about know, the SR-71 dude? That's or they ageist. Like, you know, he's older, you know, even though he kicks butt, you know? I mean, come on. It's ageist. Yeah. Well, well, it speaks with a British accent. And then farts a, farts with a, farts parachutes. <laughs> so are they saying that the British fart a lot? That's Is that what, what they're, they're saying. saying? They're, they're actually saying that the British fart parachutes. That's a <laughs> well-known fact. And they're right. with which, is the, which is the whole reason why the uh, Germans were bringing the war to them because they were exactly. afraid if the if the British came to them, they were going to be able to fart those parachutes. Were its, were its teeth falling out? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Have bad it's jam- almost bad as ridiculous team. an argument as Robert Kirkman being a misogynist because bad things happen to the women in his comics. But, but you know who bad was things hot? happen to the men in his comics too, right, Jeff? Robert Kirkman is a fetishist who gets off on the victimization of women. Oh! <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Decepticon oh, female with the really long tongue. Oh, yeah. When she, like, mounted the dude, you know. Oh, you mean the Transformer species hybrid? The, yeah, oh. that was a trip. She was like yeah. Terminator 3, almost, but with a little when, Cylon. When am I going to get a toy oh. of her? That's Are what I want. With the big tongue, it's all... <laughs> 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 yeah, it's and, a it, and it tries to go areas where Shia LaBeouf doesn't want it to, which is <laughs> bullcrap. But, the, but yeah. the one point that it I does. think... he wants it. There's oh. one point to be made about Transformers, though, which I used to make when uh, networks put on horrible, horrible miniseries and... Yeah. Tens of millions of people would watch them, which is they're going to keep making crappy movies if as long as tens of millions of people watch it or or buy tickets to it. Yes. Um, can there, I also bring up another thing? What's that? Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, a holes. It's based on a toy. Yeah. Oh. I. I mean, what do you expect? Let me write that down. I'm going to be the contrarian here, though. I hope it doesn't sound like we're saying that racial stereotypes are okay because. Oh, dude, I, I think, think, totally I think this was overblown and, and the the controversy over this, but there are some. I mean, I think that the the uh, complaints about Jar Jar Binks had some merit. You're only. I think things are only <laughs> as offensive as you're willing to let them be. Here, here's the thing. Like, I mean, I know so, so you're saying so you he think does. that you can do any kind of any I'm saying kind of I went and saw stereotyping and it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying well, I went and saw Borat and I was offended. <laughs> Bruno, I'm sure, is equally offensive. But he, but a lot of people I know thought it was hilarious. I found it offensive. It hit me on a level that like, wow, here's a guy that's just making a mockery out of people trying to help the the weird foreigner that doesn't know how things work. That's offensive to me. But Being a lot of a other people foreigner. find it. I not also offensive. find foreigners uh, offensive. So <laughs> Wait, what do you, yeah, I don't understand your offensive yeah. position. People people make like him making fun of people. But I don't know that that's a good helpful. comparison because he was trying to make a statement about how. Yes, foreigners, or or and the new movie, which I Jeff's seen, I haven't yes, seen it which yet. Is a, which is, is a statement about, about homophobia. homophobia. I mean, oh, no, no, no. What, what I got offended was when he went to the house and they were teaching him etiquette, and he, you know, he was and he pooped in they, the bag. They were trying to be nice to him and teach him how we do things <laughs> in America, and and he was like, you know, just making a mockery out of him, and and I just felt bad for the people. And oh. so what I'm saying is, like, I got offended probably for a stupid reason. 
So, like, I don't think it's okay to make things that are just offensive for the sake of being offensive. But you know, don't get aff- don't get so worked up about it. Just don't don't go watch it. Don't go do it. You know, I don't drink. Yeah, but I don't I, like but alcohol. You could carry this to extremes because if people had not protested then we'd still be seeing the racial stereotypes that were all over movies well, in the 30s and 40s. Let me just say this, mm-hmm. that if it wasn't for that, Richard Pryor, wouldn't, we wouldn't know who he was. I didn't understand right? that. No, Richard Pryor based most of his act on, you know, Racism. black people are different from, from white people. Right. And there were a lot of stereotypes in his act. He was a stereotype in his act. Um, we wouldn't know Richard Pryor. But there's a difference between Richard Pryor commenting on this stuff, which is what he was doing with his humor, and the days when all the black people in the movies were maids and said, you know, yes, that kind of stuff. I feel something better. And and the Charlie Chan (laughs) movies, which were, you know, usually a white guy. Yeah, was a white guy. I don't see it as the same, really. I really don't. No, no, I'm not saying that it's the same, but I'm saying you can carry this too far. If, 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 uh, If you're saying... You shouldn't be uh, you shouldn't. expressing your yes. outrage at some of this stuff. If people had not expressed their outrage, we'd still be. But that's the problem. It's the outrage. We're getting well, outraged. And, and, and I think, and I think that's movie. And, and, and that's the problem. Yes. I'm I think not a, that only white people should be in movies, personally. But that's just <laughs> my position. <laughs> <laughs> they should only uh, the only people in the like movies when, uh, and in the movie well, theaters. When, when I'm going to take it a step further. When Shannon hosts movie night, it'll be Birth of a Nation. Um, <laughs> nice. And the black people Brian will sit in the back. Oh, my God. Yeah. Whoa! Wow! Uh, I, I'm so sorry, Valentine. That, that's know. called parody. That is, and that, and that's exactly <laughs> the the point is that uh, it's it's not like it's it's mean spirited. The more outrageous you know? thing is that you know there weren't Asian actors in Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. or in Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. It's like that's offensive. That is offensive because you've got the source material is written for but and starring Asian people and but you're hiring white people. They, 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 they don't look Asian on the, yes. the Dragon Ball Z cartoon. Well, 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 and, and I'll say this about the Transformers no, characters. Yeah. I, yes, to a point, but I think what makes it offensive is that they're clueless about the fact that somebody could find it offensive. Yeah. That one of the characters has big ears and a gold tooth and talks in jive. Hmm. I didn't know Flava there was big ears and a gold tooth. <laughs> Flava Flav. Oh, you, know, you went there. Flava Flav. He, yeah. that's him. Yes. Rock a love. Is he a stereotype? Yes. Is he, he an is. offensive stereotype? Yes. Possibly. But I, he's he's I think he's funny. I love him and he is. I think he's hilarious. Step yeah. and Fetch It was one of the few millionaires in the Great Depression. That's true. I mean, like, they are, it's sad, but, you know, capitalize on what? Well, and, and, and you know, know, being married to uh, to a Korean woman. Uh, I always get this. Whenever we encounter a bad driver on the road, she will say, oh, my God, I just know it's an Asian. <laughs> hey, way to go, making us look bad as we drive that, by. That's how, uh, again, being of Asian descent myself, being Dan the Laptop Man, when I get pulled over, I say, oh, are you writing me a DWO? And driving the cop's well. like, driving well, Oriental. Oriental. <laughs> but I can say that. <laughs> right, well, you can say that, but and it would be offensive. Laugh, and, so you or, or, or you wave your hand, you say, a, a warning would be fine. <laughs> I also know, though, that you're an excellent driver, because that, uh, what was that car? GTR. Oh, GTR. God, he's got this amazing. Yeah. Anyway. If I were a Transformer, that's the car I'd want to be, man. 
I, lo- I think I love it that our wives are up having their own show. Can you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because uh, Logan's it's up my there. Pro- my protege is up there. Your Padawan is up there. Uh, all right. Yeah, well, listen. Your demented okay. Padawan. Dan, can you stick around? Because I want to do yeah, I'm cool. Dungeons and Dragons. I'm cool. Uh, yeah, I got about a little bit. So uh, we'll do some Dungeons and Dragons talk. and uh, our one-year review. And I've got, uh, is Superman damaged goods? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if we have time, I'll address Timothy Callahan. Or we could do that third show. And what a douche he is. Or we could do that oh third boy. show. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What's your story? Yeah, you. We want to know how we can help you enjoy the benefits of great vision from Hoops Vision. Visit HoopsVision.com right now and submit a video telling us why you want free LASIK. We will select two lucky entrants who will experience a free all-laser custom intra-LASIK procedure from Hoops Vision. What's more, you can save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure just for entering. Call for your free consultation at Hoops Vision, 877-30-LASIK. That's 877-305-2745. Learn more and enter now at HoopsVision.com. Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. You know, PC Laptops is the only place you can get a lifetime parts and labor warranty on any new desktop computer. You're probably asking yourself, how come other companies try to sell you a rip-off extended warranty? Or how come other companies don't cover your labor and parts forever? Well, at PC Laptops, we use only the best hand-picked parts and build our computers right here locally, not in some other country like Chumbawamba. We truly believe that American craftsmanship is better than a sweatshop in Chumbawamba. That's why if your hard drive or motherboard blows up on your new PC laptop's desktop 10 years from now, you're covered 100%. Today, our customers demand a computer that will last. So get into any one of our nine stores right now or check us out at PCLaptops.com. Oh, and to make it extra fluffy, we're doing zero down, zero interest for half a year on any new computer. OAC, PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you. I know you've all been dying to know. Last time we spoke with Zach Shutt, he was going to get a hold at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, mm-hmm. 2043 East, 35, uh, uh, 2043 East, 3300 South. Okay. Now I'm, I want a full report, Zach. Okay. What is in your hold at Dr. Volt's? Uncanny X-Men. Okay. Um, Thor. Yes. Invincible. Good. Muppet Show. You like that. Jeff Weiss um, induced Muppet <laughs> Show. And uh, I really like it, so. Well, that, well, see, you're off to a good start. Mm-hmm. And, of course, if you have a hold at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, you get uh, discounts on everything in your hold. And you don't have to rush to the comic book store on Wednesday and... Stand around waiting for him to unpack the boxes. He'll just get them for you and make a list. I would make a list of everything I have on hold there, but uh, we're out of time. Yeah. (laughs) You can get, uh, of course, uh, collectibles, toys, uh, games. It's all there. And, of course, our favorite, Marvel Comics. Mm. 2043 East, 3300 South is Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hi, I'm Eric Tomorrow from The Mediocre Show, nestled deep within the sinful bosom of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Before the Geek Show came around, the only way I could get information about Utah was from the show Big Love or the movie Orgasmo. But thanks to the cultural teachings of the Geek Show podcast, now I know everything I need to know about Utah. And that's to stay away. Check out The Mediocre Show to learn what Philadelphia has to offer. MediocreShow.com Excuse me, what movie is this? What movie is this? Have you been living in a cardboard box, lady? No, I'm from Utah. Oh. I'm sorry. I mean, some Funyuns. How does that work? And uh, we'd like to thank Dan for bringing the Funyuns. Thank Thank you for inviting me. You guys rule. Bring the Funyuns. I I love you, brothers. I would just like to thank you for bringing the fun, Dan. The Funyuns. Good. Did you like 
the spicy ones are gone. Oh, uh, yeah. They yeah. Are gone. Jeff made a sandwich out of them. They were, those were, as the kids say, it's actually true. As the kids say, they were diggity dang. Mm. Uh, so, D&D, I didn't know that you were a D&D fan. Yeah, you know, I'm playing that since I was a little kid, a little bit, you know, and then uh, my parents kind of uh, tried to ban me from it. But uh, Why would they do that? You know, was, you know. The devil. Religious religions. Was it the devil? Yeah. Were the they devil LBS? It was, was it, the devil. Was it this devil by any chance? It was him right yeah. there. Orcus, Orcus, the god of evil. Yeah, is or, a it, was, or, it could have been Orcus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, did you play on the board or are you playing online now? I uh, was just some friends. We're doing a little bit of online and stuff. But I've always been a fan also, you know, of the little Pen and papers and things like that. The and, little miniatures. And now, you know, World of Warcraft, more of the, uh, I quit now, but that, the little modern iteration. But I brought something fun for you guys. I got to go to New Orleans, so there's a little bag here. I'll hand it to Carrie. Oh. And you guys, oh. there's, oh a, my God. There, there's a dice stash. Look at all Look at those dice. There's 30 sided dice in there. Oh and, my God! Oh. And, and for the for the for the kingpin uh, leader of the clan here. Oh, what is this? Ooh, Some sort of open... magic, magic talisman that you have given oh, me here. Why it's am I thinking of BJ? This is Gary Gygax's testicle. Oh, my God. Look at these. These are oh, nice. these are serious. These are, are like, like solid brass or something, aren't careful. they? If they were like a you know a cube from Hellraiser, they'd do something weird. But you know. These are uh, oh, the luck, luckily you didn't get a lamentation box in a bag. That would wow, yeah. look at that. So that's for you guys. Oh, Dibby up, whatever you guys need. Nice. I'm taking some of these. These dude. are beautiful. You know. What's really interesting is I understand much less about this than I did the computer talk. <laughs> I just like the 30-sided dice because that's got 30. How do you make one of those? You know? Am I going to get a BJ after the game? And I got a 19. <laughs> it's happening. That's, no, I don't it's not an eight ball. Shooting. I don't think well, that's how it works. According, yeah. according uh, to the new rules, if it had been a 20, that would have been a critical, which always right, hits. A natural 20, right. Yeah, always hits. It always was a critical hit. Yeah. Well, okay. The higher, the higher the number, the, the more you have somebody up, bro. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh my god! Ask somebody else. Uh, now, what have you? What have you got here, Lee? These? Uh, um, well, about a year ago. Uh, well, actually, June two thousand eight, the fourth edition of Dungeons and Dragons was released, and there was a lot of a lot of trepidation out there because third edition was hit or miss. They had to make a three point five to try to catch everything up and make it work. Uh, a lot of people loved it. A lot of people hated it. Fourth edition came out. Some people were like, oh, what, what's possible going to work with it? So I, I held off for a while, uh, played a few games here and there, but for the most part stayed away from it. Um, got into it with my kids, of all people, over the last couple of months. And so here it is, one year in, uh, fourth edition. Uh, it's it's a beautiful series, a beautiful, beautiful series. I, I clutch it close to my heart, actually, <laughs> all the time. I uh, Check these out, believe it or not, at the uh, Salt Lake Public Branch. They are devil books? They, yeah. say they let you check out devil books yeah, at they the do. library? But what they did is they streamlined Dungeons and & Dragons. I mean, the Monster Manual here is more of a guidebook than a rule book. It's, it's just oh. more for flavor. Uh, the whole mechanic of the game is based off of a difficulty roll. That is it. So you have a stat. That you use that has a bonus to it, a twenty-sided die. Mm-hmm. That's that oh, looks 20. like twelve there. Because I remember you used to have to use like every single one of these. Right, dice. it used to be based off of the, <laughs> the <laughs> two hit two hit against armor class zero was like the main mechanic for for Dungeons and Dragons back in the day. Now it's okay. Strength gives you a two hit modifier. Um, the person's armor class is how hard it is to hit them. It's that simple. So if your two hit modifier is plus four and their armor class is a seventeen, you roll a twenty-sided die, and if you get with your modifier over seventeen, you hit them. 
It's See, amazing. I remember now why Lee is such a good dungeon master. <laughs> when we played, it was just a matter of he would rattle off stuff like that, and I'd go, did I win? <laughs> then he did would I, say, did I get uh, it? actually, you did not. So That's how I am with craps. Did my magic mess I can help you with craps, too, actually. We'll start you with a uh, 22 inside progression and work your way up. I was going to say, if we could play geek craps with these, you know. Well, you don't want to use those because they're impossible to croupier back to the center of the table. But well, he, would he used to work at a casino, too. Yeah, he used true. to deal craps. Yeah, he yeah. dealt craps for about six years. Wow. Um, he can teach you craps. Now, which ones are the percentage dice? Do you still have to do that, Huey? No, percentage dice are gone. Wait, which Every, ones did you use? I can't uh, remember. It was the, you'd use the percentage dice. You'd roll one this, for your tens and one right, for your twenties. Your eight-sided dice. That's a ten. Hmm. Right. So that was. That's going to give you. Your, that's going to give you your ten integral. Right, and then you roll. You roll another ten for your single digit. Hey, right. Right. Does this, does this make any sense to you, Dan? So yeah, well, you can just put them all in your pocket. The thing with uh, <laughs> I just, yeah, I just <laughs> they make interesting. So noises. I just made a fourteen percent. Yeah. The other the Name. other bit with this uh, with this fourth edition, and some people have asked me. And that's that's still that's still your saving throws are in the game still too, but they're a lot easier to deal with. Um, I was able to teach my nine year old daughter how to play D and D, and she she follows along pretty well. Is able to you know stay focused on the game. So uh, it's the whole emphasis is on role play and representation on a tabletop using miniatures, so you don't have a lot of that ambiguity that you had about you know twenty years ago wondering what the hell is going on on your board. Let me just say this about uh, these these die. I um, love the twenty. I'm taking some of these. I'm taking at least one twenty. Because uh, you know uh, it was about uh, eighteen years ago. I testicular cancer hit me. Was it eighteen? About eighteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. you were there. Yeah, and uh, I Whoa. I have a a nudicle. Yeah, and, and it's so a twenty second die. It's a little rubber thing. Actually, you know, I know I'm going to have to get that replaced in the next few years. I'm going to use a twenty sided <laughs> die. So <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's a little. Well, that's heavy, what I was going to say. You yes. give it to the wife, going natural twenty, baby. They like that. Who you needs? Like you could have a little Power window hit. installed, so it could be like a magic eight ball. That would be good. And, and you you see what shaking, you're shaking your ball around. Am I going to hit it tonight? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. You know, I got a natural one. Is a critical mess. But yeah, I mean, who needs a sock when you can put one of these in your pocket? I'm still struggling with the. You're going to have to have it replaced. Oh well, we'll get to that someday. That'll be the I'm next, sure it'll the, be, the dreaded third show. It'll be a whole third show episode. Remember when we went to that weird little science fiction convention and the guy was explaining his movie? Oh, I kind of yeah. feel like that. <laughs> well, and the, the last, the last thing I'll go to the, the last thing I'll say. On the website. The last thing I'll say about it is that uh, uh, you know, a year in, they've released now two ver- two different monster manuals, two different players' handbooks, mm-hmm. and the only thing you really need to play the game seriously. All you need is just the player's handbook. So if you want to get started, you pick up the player's handbook. You learn how to make a character. Uh, it gets into the monsters. It gets into how to play the game. The game mechanics are all there. So even just to get started, you're out 35 bucks. If you want to DM and you want to do it old school, for me, this is crack. This monster manual, each monster has its own page dedicated. They're fully illustrated. So you is have, there a red dragon in there? There is a red dragon. Do you dress there, up when you play? No, I don't. Because I, I actually enjoy sex occasionally. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he, doesn't up, he doesn't dress up anymore. So here's, here's, very here's the page. That wasn't a costume. That's well, just what well, I dressed like. Know. So here's just the page on I'm mummies. So Charity enjoys it even more occasionally. Is here on the page, and <laughs> exactly. and all you have to do is look it up, and everything Quarter you want is right there. So it's good <laughs> Let's stuff. See. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I've told this story on the podcast before, but I I thoroughly enjoyed, and I miss it actually, and I wish we could do it again. Lee wrote a Star Wars game. Like a wow. D&D game. Oh, that was crazy. And uh, we each got to pick our own characters. 
and our own ships and all that. And I was a a, a failed Jedi named Brando. Brando. <laughs> and uh, I remember Jeff's Jeff's uh, character was uh, a, a gay rebel or something like that. <laughs> a gay rebel fighter pilot. And he yeah. had a pink X-wing. Yep. And it was named the Almond Roca. His brother was a. And failed I was nearly indefeatable. Yes, true. He, he actually took down a star destroyer. A Carillion Almond Roca. His his brother had a character who was a uh, pot-bellied Rodian smuggler named Burrito. Burrito. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why can't oh, our band name be the Almond Roca and have our shirts have the pink X-wing on it? It was that would be a good oh. name. For yeah, Der- Der- Derek and I are starting. Do you guys want to hear yeah. the lame people I turned into D and D characters and played them? Yeah. S- what the first lamest? Snarf from Thundercats. You had Snarf? I made him as a wizard just so I could do the voice. Snarf. I'm going to get you, beholder. Snarf, snarf. <laughs> I'm a gnome. Uh, See, uh, the best thing is that if you're playing a Star Wars game like that, it's a hell of a lot more fun yeah. than trying to keep it serious Agreed. and canon. I made Wolverine into a D&D character. He would be an excellent D&D oh, character. Oh, and four. And, and the funny thing is... I had is, a half-panther man. The funny thing is, is you can have a half-panther man, and you could have a berserker character with regeneration and uh, claws in this game and, and be able to pull it off. So, so yeah, make your own character. If you're watching this on TV, Zach is creating the Dork Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great comic book, by the way. Yes, Jenga! Dork Tower is some good stuff. Boys, i gotta, I got to hit the plane and go to Louisiana. Thank hey, you so much. Wait, is it business or pleasure? It's, uh, it's more uh, t- technical. Technology secret stuff, which oh. I will share maybe some with you. Oh. Yeah. You're gonna, are you putting voodoo in your stuff now? We're putting it's special. Cool. It's a mojo. <laughs> some mojo right, right. for you. It's biz leisure. Dan, thank you for the yep. Funyuns, and all thank right. you for uh, the hard drive, Zach, especially. Yeah. I think you should embrace. Oh. Actually, you two should. Yes. No, what, what's, what's, what's right. cool, okay. cool, cool. Now remember, lobster dinner with uh, Zach. That's it's right. It's on Dan's Dan, Facebook page. And he gets to pick one girl. So you Was know. that a terrorist fist bump? Yes, it was. That was a freedom bump. Freedom bump. I love you guys. I'm going to unplug now and head. Thank you, you, sir. Right. Bye, Dan. Have a good Dan, me and the wife are going to come in and talk to you. That's right. Okay. Okay. Show Dan is going to explain okay. how computers work. Okay. We will Aww. see a Trogdor. All right. At the driver's Trogdor. You now have a microphone. See you guys. Thank Yay. you. And there, Dan, you. the laptop man, has left the building. And now Zach has a microphone. Ooh, All excited. right. Uh, let's see. What do you let's see? We did the D&D. Um, do you want to hear about how... Uh, I love D&D. Oh, I told you why. I'll be doing weekly games I soon. I got my first oral work down after any game. And that won't be happening it, it, after it, any games of mine. As an artist, I want to say something interesting about maybe not Dungeons and Dragons, but role-playing uh-huh. manuals in general. Right. I've got this friend that she's do, she did some drawings for a, like a fantasy manual of some kind of role-playing game. Mm-hmm. And she turned in her sketches, and the people said, it's too good. Dumb it down. Uh, you know, and she was asking why, and uh, uh, a sales strategy to to keep the kids interested is not to make the artwork in the books too good, so, so they can that copy they, it, right? so they feel like that they can right. create their own characters uh, and make them oh, as good yeah. as the character. I thought that, like, she was complaining about it, but I think that's kind of. I was cool. going to say, and, now and that I've, you say I've that, noticed right? that because in in this in these books in the Dungeon Master's Guide, uh, the artwork is better than it is in the Player's Handbook. Yeah, and the, but in the Monster Manual. The artwork is phenomenal. Yeah, I was. So, that's why I wanted to look at the monster yeah. manual. I wanted to see if it was true. And it's funny that you brought that up because in 1982, I had I had this uh, dungeon that you know prepackaged dungeon that I bought, and I was obsessed with an artist in there. And it was really funny when I found this little porno comic called uh, Ironwood. 
in the oh late 80s, God. early I 90s. Uh, that's Bill Willingham. Bill Willingham. He got his start drawing modules for Dungeons & Dragons. I've still got them at home. I, Ironwood was given to me, by, well, given to Rachel by mm-hmm. Bill Willingham. <laughs> himself. That's a great yeah. comic. There you, go, there you go, honey. It has giant dong in it. And he's well, a good artist. Like, he's, he's a great like, artist. He's Centaur's really bone and unicorns <laughs> and, and such. The author of well, fables. When, when, you actually, yeah. when you actually see a guy giving oral to a female centaur, it's an interesting comic. Yeah. Yes, I'll bring it. I'll it's bring an it. interesting weekend. Yes. Is what that <laughs> is. But by the way, was was he like coming on to her when he was doing? Was no, like, I was hey, doing. Um, have you ever seen his wife? I was doing a signing. I, mean. I was doing a signing with him, and we all got pretty friendly. Oh. We were hanging out before the signing right. and after the signing, and so she mentioned that she wanted. He's like, "You don't want it. There's porn in there." And Rachel's like, "You no. don't know me." Yeah. Uh, Derek was actually the model for Dave Dag- Dragavon in the Iron uh, That is not true. Thank <laughs> you, though. Thank that you, is though. really nice. You, you know what this reminds me of, Carrie? Uh, when you did those remotes at a certain store, and we mm. would play, we would play Hero Clicks. Yes, I know where that is. I think, and we'd play it wrong. We did. We played Hero Clicks on purpose. Yes. yes. No, to we, our we, own we, rules. We, yeah, we'd play superhero battles and just roll the dice according to the clicks. And, yeah. Well, and see, here's the interesting thing: is you could actually adapt these D and D rules mm-hmm. to Hero Clicks easily and have a much faster, much more fluid game. Because Hero Clicks mm-hmm. as a game was kind of uh, broken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. The, well, the best part about it is, Kerry would do these remotes, and then he and I would hear for the next week from people. You're playing the game wrong. Did what is answer, wrong with you? You're you playing answer, um, the game wrong. Guess you're not what? having fun. Guess what? We were having fun. Uh, or just guess what? I've touched a, v- a vagina once. <laughs> that would have been my response. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, thanks to Carrie's wife who would spray us down whoa, with Febreze. Whoa. Who would spray us down with Febreze after we would leave that store. <laughs> now I know exactly <laughs> what story you're that was talking awesome. about. Yes. yes. Something about touching vagina and Jeff goes, and uh, by the way, I'd just like to thank Carrie's wife. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so well, much. Well, well. I know she likes the beverage, but good heavens. It's another right. show. It's wow. another show. Uh, here we go. This is, uh, again, I love to bring Superman uh, Payne, uh, Superman Payne uh, to uh, Shannon. Uh, he thought he was safe after all the this is a uh, This is a philosophical uh, thing. The, the topic is, I found this on io9, is Superman really damaged goods? Now, we all know about the legal situation between right. uh, Siegel and Warner's and DC lawsuit. Who owns Superman? Yeah. Uh, one of the arguments that uh, DC and Warner's were making in the trial was that Superman is damaged goods. They 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 were trying to make the point is it's not worth as much as you think it is. Oh yeah, the most Please. iconic symbol on the right. planet isn't worth much. Just in merchandise sales, but whatever. Right. I know. I mean, if you were to have the money from car back windows alone, exactly. Right. You know, for that stupid Cody logo. Shirts. Uh, let's see. The uh, dem- this is part of the document. The revelation that Warner's executives shared fans' cynicism about Superman's potential. Remember that uh, Warner and DC are the defendants in the case. Defendants' film industry expert witness, uh, Mr. Uh, John Gumpert. John Gumpert called Superman damaged goods a character so uncool as to be considered passe. An opinion echoed by Warner Brothers Business Affairs executive oh, Steve Spira. Shocking. So we should just sell the character then. Uh, well, that was exactly seems give to him me. back. Give him back. Then uh, if he's was not. Uh, daunted by the fact Warner was uh, hurt by the fact that Superman for the Quest for Peace <laughs> only generated about fifteen well, million. Well, that's because it was a giant piece of turd. That's true. Uh, it says here the specter of the franchise is played out. Uh, it says here, uh, yeah, that was that was one of their big yeah. arguments in this as well. You know, it's not worth as much as you think because people just That's, think he's. We'll lame. see how they feel That's about BS. it. When, now you know if they don't make a Superman movie, 
by 2010 yes. that Siegel and Schuster's estates can get the money from the movies. So well, they can right. get it. They can we'll get it from Warner. See, they already get it from DC. DC. Right. And so we'll so see how they feel, how the passe they feel he is on whether or not. Hey, Super wait a minute! I've seen Smallville. He, he is passe. That's the thing, though, no is that track, they're yeah. bringing Superman iconography to Smallville. They're bringing the, the, the big S. They're uh, going to have him start flying. And, and, it's going to be the big S show. Yeah. So, <laughs> but here's uh, the thing. It, is, is he uh, damaged goods? It's just is he like, passe? Okay, you guys, Spider-Man comics for, I think, a good decade just sucked. Clothes Wait, saga. when? Clothes oh, saga. Saga. Uh, and just It was just, un- it was those, just unreadable crap. Right, and um, it's just like anything else. If the right person gets a hold, yes, of anything with with a um, understanding of a character, a love of a character, and and if they're creative people, well, it's friggin' Superman. It's it's frightening to think that you know if they're telling the truth, which they they are a comic book company, they think that this character is not worth a damn, Uh and they own it. Yeah. They, that they, scares me. It's not a good defense if, if, strategy. If the rumors can be believed, by the way, Carrie, DC is full of crap. Because yes. the rumor is one of the things that's going to be announced at Comic-Con in three days <laughs> is who's going to be taking over one of the Superman titles. Joe Straczynski. Mm. Who took a, another supposed passe character for, for and made it good. Is he and really made gonna, it good, yes. Seen, but he's so hit and miss, but it could be what? so good. When is he hit and miss? Straczynski? I yeah. love Straczynski. Uh, his Spider-Man run. Oh, what? No, dude. His Spider-Man run was awesome. Some of it was real crap. Yeah. But, I, but, I but, when it, but when it was on, it was yeah. on. Like, That's how it was And, and apparently, apparently Straczynski loves Superman. Well, Treat him like a Boy thing. Scout. And here's the thing. And you could do so much cool stuff with a Superman movie. I would love to see, like, you know what? Yeah, his costume looks pretty freaking hokey. Yes. Okay, that's because it was created in the 1930s. 19, 1930s. Yeah. How about we do this? Let's do a period movie. Do it in the 30s. That's an excellent you know? idea. Yeah. Oh wow. That if is only an somebody thought idea. about that for the Fantastic Four. And yes. Then, right. Exactly. Yes. And then you wouldn't have to have Superman. Like, like people seem to only appreciate him for his ironic value. Like, oh look how good he is. Yeah. <laughs> it's silly. But you it's know like, what though? I don't know. Silly. It's good. It's I American love the character. And, and you know what? I I love. Somebody just needs to sit down and, and listen to that uh, that speech that, that uh, Kill Bill from Kill Bill. See, I was just going to say there should be one guy writing the screenplay and directing the film, and that is Quentin Tarantino. He really yeah. gets Superman. Obviously, I think. obviously, uh, and and you know you could put a little bit of naivete in there, a little bit of that Boy Scout in there, a little bit just to but, you know. And I think and he he needs could, to but, but the thing is, is you could do that, and you could show him as like uh, you know uh, as a reflection of what's going on in the world. Because he is, I mean, he was a, he was raised on a farm, you know what I mean, by these old people, you know. So he's gonna be a little bit of a goody, goody two shoes, yeah. You know, he should he should uh, with old people. It shouldn't people. be a joke. It shouldn't be a joke well, that he's be, a goody two shoes. Like he is just a good guy, you know. And that's and that's part of the thing that I love about Superman because you know, if Superman was real, he could. Take over the world, like he could rule. Yeah, I mean, he's the world, no problem. Yeah, I mean, that that was in Superman Returns, a sort of a a Jesus uh, figure, right? But he was ingrained with, uh, you know, values and respect, and Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, uh, and I think part of it too is like his 
his actual home planet blew up. Mm-hmm. Right? Lost everything. You know, lost his whole race, his parents, his, you know, except for his dog and his cousin. Crypto. And his cousin. Um, and his and cousin's and entire and city. And, you know, the, and the yeah, 10,000 of them that live. Oh, whatever, yeah. And the Phantom Zone. And, of course, Zod. But the thing is, though, like, so he doesn't want to see that happen again. So he's going to use... Mm-hmm. His powers to make sure that doesn't happen. I think that's cool. And I would like to extend that kind of uh, naivete-type uh, character to Captain America. Yeah. I yeah. think that oh. in the Captain America movie, when he comes to the future, when he, you know, from the Oh, oh, oh you mean the, the Avengers 40s. movies, because apparently he's going to be back in World War II in the movie. So right. his fir- the first movie, I'm sure they'll yeah. get him there by the end, at least. Yeah. Um, at least frozen. But yeah. he should be that 1940s male mindset. And you know what? Where, not jokey, you know, but not jokey, not jokey but real. I think he, cell phone no, I don't think, well, kind of that. I mean, yeah. you know, but because uh, those are certainly elements, if you were to be snatched up from 1941 to... To, to now, that kind of thing would be happening. Also, he should uh, maybe be a little sexist. Or maybe be a little pissed off that we squandered everything over well, the last few yes, years. that too. The problem is you, people want to make a joke out of the, the wholesome American morals, but you need to treat it like... This is who they are. The one, I'm one man, and I mm-hmm. can save the world. Well, it's That's a very, That is a very old mindset that is... You know, strongly well, based in the in the old well, way yeah, that we and, thought. And in a story arc, it can be funny at first. It'd be like laughing at the things that your grandparents believe in. Right. But then, toward the end of the movie, you remember, yeah, they were part of the greatest generation, sure. and they did save our ass. You yeah. know, they did do the right you thing. Know, when when it came down it. to it, they they it, there was no draft. They volunteered. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. That, that that's what I want to see. And you could do the same with Superman. Yeah. Or is, like Captain America learning about nine eleven. Yeah. Oh, just you stuff know, like that. You know, they just pissed yeah. and just getting like. Let's go murder him. You know? <laughs> right. And he would. But yeah. it should, he, each character should have that naivete, yeah. should have that, uh, you know, uh, good old American, you know, soda shop or whatever it is. Yeah. They should start that way. But then in the end, it should point to us, the cynical uh, 21st century person, you know, maybe we should look back to some of those uh, values. Right. I interviewed a World War II veteran, and, and he was, he told me stories about. You know, when we talk about the Iraq War, it's like 4,000 people are dead. He's like, that was one battle for us. Right. Okay? And we all volunteered. We all signed up. And, because and it was and the we're right saying thing saying this kind of stuff is some of the most cynical people you will We are so cynical lead. you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. But this guy really turned my head around. He made me realize what Captain America should be. He signed up. You know, he, he yeah. wanted to He was a 98 pound weakling. And, and yeah. when, you, when you talk today about people signing up, I mean, you know, we can argue about whether the war was justified or not, but I'm looking at World War II. You know, 250,000 people dying in one battle in World War II. Well, and they weren't, I, doing know, it, they weren't doing it for signing bonuses and. No. You know GI mean? Bill and all that. They stuff. were doing it because it was the right thing to do. Well, and, you yeah. know, Hitler was on his way. You yeah. know, that, that's what they were doing it for. But anyway, sorry, we got off the track there. Sorry. Well, we're we're getting getting serious. Serious. No, I think that's yeah. a good stuff to talk about, though. I mean,. We want a Captain America movie that makes us feel like America's not the shit pile that we sometimes feel it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because really, you know, when it all boils down to it, w- the people in America are trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And we need Captain America to and to represent us as individuals, not as well, yeah. the country, the, the politicians and the corporations. And, you know, I exactly. want to feel good about the choices that my country, the people of my country make. And Superman and Captain America can fit those 
bills if they are handled correctly because well, we are cynical. To yes, say but that any character is broken is stupid. ridiculous. It is. Proof, proof positive. Star Trek movie. All right? There you go. Everyone said that. you couldn't do a Captain Kirk again. Well, yeah. And what was that all about? That was all about optimism. That was optimism. all about, about doing the right thing. That's what that whole story behind Star Trek is. If you're going to do Captain America, you're going to do Superman. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just do that stalwart person. You want to do, like we're saying, the, the spirit of optimism, the exactly. spirit that can-do spirit. We're going to. We can. This is how it's going to happen. And it kind of ended, I think, in the 60s with the moon race. Mm-hmm. Just like that was the last great, well, big, crazy, impossible thing. Something that we, that we were all, yeah. uh, you know, in on. And I think know? it all kind of ended in comic books, though, with uh, when everything needed to be dark. Dark night. Gotta be dark. Mm. Everything. And, Thanks, and Frank see, Miller. Ronin, but see, I, no, Ronin I kind of, I kind of disagree with that because if you look at the the Secret Wars and uh, the Civil War uh, storyline in Marvel, well, and uh, that was, there, was and there is a great handling. But of that, Captain America that is a great there. handling of Captain America. That made me love the character. Mm-hmm. Was that Civil War storyline? Because here he is surrounded by darkness. Yeah. And he's the one lone guy, you know, along with some others, but he led the way. He stood up and said, you know, enough that's, enough. that's not what America is about. And we were surrounded by that whole George Bushian kind of story, you know. But he stood up and said, no, that's wrong. Right. That's not the way it's supposed to be. And that's the way that Superman, I think, needs to be handled in an upcoming movie and certainly the way Captain America should be handled in the Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. And they need to punch well, stuff. And, and yeah, they exactly. I'll stuff. tell you this right there now. There needs to be fights. They need, they need to, like, bring in – if they're going to do a Superman movie, they need to bring in an actual threat. Let's get uh, – you know, I love Lex Luthor in the comics, but I hate him in the movies kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Except – Gene Hackman makes me laugh. Oh, in, sure, in, he does, in the original as well, because and he was a funny character, but that wasn't Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, they it's can't do Lex Luthor because he's been ruined in the movies. But bring in Brainiac. Brainiac can be know? a perfect commentary as, on technology. Well, and or if they did that know, bizarre well, Brainiac, story they were talking about a couple months ago, yeah. But if you know, you bring in Brainiac, and his whole thing is he comes in, he learns everything about a planet, steals some of it, and then destroys it. Mm-hmm. You know, you tie it back to Krypton, and then you have an actual threat, and then you have Real gravitas, where Superman's like, I am not letting you do this again, to again, ho- yeah. again to my home planet. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. I'm sorry. And it saying seem- that it's broken, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I didn't see them saying it was broken when they did that Justice League cartoon where they handled Superman perfectly. Right. I didn't see him, and, and we can say that the costume looks dorky, but whenever they change the costume, we're right back to the red, blue, and yellow within a few months. They yeah. they can't get rid of that. It is it is integral to him. And, uh, you know, we, we, how, even, the Spider-Man even, costume is yeah, stupid looking. Even look, at the, they, even look at the Superman made... cartoon with Tim Daly back in the 90s. Yeah. It was awesome. So right. it's, it's, not, it's not that they can't do it. It's that they seem to be incapable of doing it in 90 minutes when we can do it in 22-minute 22, 22 right. cartoon episodes. Why can't we do it in a, in a feature-length movie? Well, you would think that Warner would learn... From their own projects, you look at those Batman movies, uh, the Dark Knight. You, you look at the one they're doing with the uh, with the uh, Most Wanted. They're doing with the yeah. Batman. Dude, Superman. I'm sorry. You look at Brave and the Bold. Yeah, yeah. Well, they I mean, think Dark Knight worked because it's dark. They, they, they do. They that's where they. That's they where they stop thinking. Is they, this what we're dealing with? A different set of suits. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's hard to say, but it, they they think it was dark, so all their movies need to be dark. Right. That's not the answer. I don't right. think that's Superman the will not work as dark unless. Well, what you he is surrounded by darkness, and that he should be. And he's getting out, right. and he's and he's showing it. He's, yeah. Dark Knight worked right. because you had people who knew the character, knew why it worked, knew why he existed, knew what was the deal, and made it that way. Not just because it was dark. It's not that simple, you guys at Warner Brothers. It's not that simple. Right. That is the environment Batman needs to be his best. Yes, right. and that is why the dark Batman worked. Because basically, Gotham is 
a crime-ridden mm-hmm. Chicago. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And where where Superman is more not just you know he, I know his home base is Metropolis, but really which is that's New York. Come on. Really, he's he's the world. He well, that's what I think. And what he's, he is, he's bigger right. than just one city. He's mm-hmm. he's the world. But the th- the, you know? the long and short of it is, uh, okay, yes, Superman's an alien. He can fly. He you know can shoot lasers out of his eyes. He can you know do all this wacky stuff, but. At his core, he is a f- optimistic well, he's farm a, boy. He's a product of a small he's, town. He's a paladin. It's, yeah, he's an ost- optimistic farm boy. He's a paladin from mm-hmm. Kansas. Yeah. that's who Superman is. Exactly. He's 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 the holy warrior without the holy. I mean, that's that's when you have that through when you get to the the epics of Charlemagne and all these other things. Uh, your Arthurian legend. You have these characters that are larger than their surroundings that do right just because it's there to be done. Right. And that's exactly what he is. He's your your modern day paladin. He's mm-hmm. your uh, your Jedi Knight without the Jedi code. There you, know, you go. Without your cynicism. Exactly. And we can do that. And, and I think that, we can handle it. And on that note, mm-hmm. <laughs> what is yes. with us? Getting wow! Us I know. Lately. All right, let's get drunk for the third show. Yeah. Um, oh, dreaded third show. Dreaded third show coming up. Recommendations here, real quick. Uh, uh, Jeff Weiss has a few. If it's a food uh, item, tell him to stick it. No, I have a comics <laughs> recommendation by a local artist. Oh, was he at the party last night? Dave Chisholm. Did has, I miss him? Oh. Yes. He has finally released the nine issues of Let's Go to Utah in trade paperback form. $18, by the way, which, considering the issues were, I think, 3 bucks a piece, makes the trade paaperback and a good buy. And he's self-publishing this himself. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's doing so, it himself. And yeah. by the way, some, some douche named Derek Hunter did an illustration what? in here. Oh, what? I did. You Let did. Me see that. I kind of wish that I'd, I... We were all... We, he hangs out with me at when, when me and my friends do draw night on Tuesday nights. Can I come and, and do uh, a draw night one night? You may. Just draw corn dogs. And I drew, <laughs> I drew his character. And if I would have known he was publishing it, I would have done a... a uh, Dave, I, I hate saying this, but I would have done a better job. It's uh, this page right here. Leaf. There you go. Leaf. That's uh, the main of, psychotic yes. character in the some book. Some of Derek's work there. Re- Ryan Otley also did an illustration for and, it. And, oh, yeah, the world's shyest man. Yes. Um, and, and I have he a tel- not and I, shy at parties though. And I have a television recommendation. Yes. The best geek show on television. Go to Hulu or ABC.com. They are airing new episodes of Better Off Ted. Oh, oh God, such a good show. show. It's so f- everyone should be watching that. So effing funny. Please watch it. Do you like it. Better Off Ted? Oh, Scott Pearson? Yes. Oh, God. I mean, I mean, we, told you to watch we, laugh at, we laugh about it after it airs. Um, yeah. I'll have to start watching. I've, I I will re-watch episodes of that because it makes me laugh so yes. hard. When w- she's talking to the fish, <laughs> yes. saying, say mama. <laughs> say, he only can say one word. He says, mama. <laughs> mama. I, I, would, I would like to uh, recommend a game that isn't even out yet um, for most of the major consoles. It's uh, Lego Rock Band. Oh. Lego Rock Band? Lego Rock Band. Shut it. Just really? pull it up, watch the trailer, you will see the glory. At one point, battle droids do run out on the stage as groupies, and yes, you can <gasps> smash them with your guitar. Oh, now right away that beats regular but rock band. Agreed. You can't smash anything it with is, the guitar. It is rock band, but it's Lego. So I'm, I'm psyched for it, and I haven't even played it yet. Um, I'd like to suggest getting a protege that will entertain the wives. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, they're you too can have your own baby is Logan. A, is that a euphemism? Entertain the oh, one? No, they're, I think they're in there. Uh, Having a good time. Dance dancing now. Uh, any uh, recommendations <laughs> from Zach Shutt? Yep. Z Shutt? Funyuns. 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 Delicious. Oh, I was going to make a food recommendation. I'll make it smell really good, too. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead, Mr. Pierce. Hamburgers at Derek's house. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Although Derek and I, after the show, are going to have a little talk about the difference between charcoal and, and gas. 
Well, oh, you know, I propane, like uh, propane, and propane, uh, propane accessories. accessories, you know, it's uh, it's more efficient than the charcoal. My son Bobby isn't no. right in the heads. <laughs> that isn't really it. The, no. It's it's that when you light the charcoal. Oh, I with know. With the grill, you I put know. the top down, and so it heats up. But if you use charcoal, you need to leave the top up <laughs> so it gets Because it needs oxygen. Thanks for not saying anything last night while well, we were barbecuing. I, I was there trying, was but I was trying not. Mm. I was waiting till today to embarrass you. I didn't <laughs> want to embarrass you at the party. <laughs> and honestly, uh, I've always had a gas grill. I never oh, had I charcoal. That well, so charcoal <laughs> makes the food taste better, but right. it's such a pain in the ass. It exactly. It's the only thing. I learned that. Uh, anyway, all right, that's good. Um, uh, thank you. Wait, for I have a may I? You do. Go ahead. Yes, what is your special uh, pirate question? I'm at Comic-Con this week. Uh, come by the Slave Labor Graphics booth. We're right next to the DC booth. Uh, check my signing schedule there. Or the Image booth. I'll be sitting next to Ryan Otley talking to his fans for And I'll him. be puking next to it probably. And, uh, and uh, I've got the new Pirate Club comic, The Legend of Blue Dick's Ghost. Uh, this is what happens when the Pirate Club tries to buy liquor at a liquor store at age 11. It's hilarious. And it's good. Like I've it. got many comics for sale. They're available on my website as well. So, anyways, that's what I want to say. PirateClub.com. Uh, thank you. Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Wait, i gotta, I got to give love uh, to oh. our uh, sponsors here. Of course, uh, Comcast, Channel One, Utah On Demand. Thank you for, uh, for watching this. I'd like to say hi to my uh, son's girlfriend and uh, hmm. her family. They watch uh, the show? Yeah. Oh, okay. So thank you for that, uh, uh, Utah On Demand, Channel One, uh, Comcast. Uh, Dr. Volts, thank you very much for putting me in the poorhouse. Uh, 2043 East 3300 South. PC Laptop Dan was just here. Thank you for the love, Dan. He smells like victory. He does. And uh, CardboardPeople.com, who uh, help us with the uh, uh, the set. Yes, Zach? And the text club. Zach uh, text club. Yeah. His mighty voice. When I'm not eating Funyuns, I'm texting you. So text right. geek to 79640. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So text the word geek to 79640. Yes. Beautiful. And uh, let's see. Don't forget, uh, oh, movie night? Yes. The 26th, <laughs> Sunday. It's me and baby Logan. Me, George Cade, <laughs> and baby Logan will be <laughs> And we understand since the entire state of Utah is going to be in San Diego, I'm basically pouring beer while Logan runs the projection booth, and then we're going to run around the theater yelling at each other. It is uh, the 26th. That movie is completely free. Scanners and They Live at 5 p.m. They Live. One of the longest fight scenes. Actually, yes. so awesome. real, real fight scene. Real fight scene. One of my favorite lines in the movie ever. Yes. Greatest use I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Also, one of the greatest usage of, of, uh, of boobs for a sight gag ever. Agreed. Mm-hmm. John Carpenter. And Roddy Piper needs to do more movies. But exactly. Anyway. Well, other than Hell Comes to Frogtown, what has he done? Hell Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> that should be the double feature. What am I thinking? Well, we can change it's up to us. That scanner's going to have the exploding head. All right. Uh, next next uh, issue will be uh, a little bit sauced. Next issue? Next episode. I, I, I believe we'll be debating the origin of species. Yes, and uh, also that will be <laughs> the episode. <laughs> Timothy Callahan is a douche, and I am his arch I'm waiting for that. So uh, this is a whole thing. I love, up, let's, so. see, let's see our t- success to hit here. Yep. Ooh, an 18. 18. Oh, we hit what that means. What does that mean? Shannon? Grill more ham. Let's